Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hi, I'm Gordon Thompson. I played your favorite villain on Dynasty, Adam Carrington. It's my pleasure to talk with Ed Robertson here on TV Confidential. Please join us. Ed Roberts with a reminder that we will continue our look at how network television covered the assassination of John F. Kennedy on the afternoon of November 22, 1963. It's a special joint edition of both the Sounds of Lost Television and This Week in TV History. We'll play more of that segment later on in this hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Ruta Lee is on the line with us. Ruta Lee, legendary star of movies and television and one of the grand dames of Hollywood. Ruta was honored earlier this year by both the current president of Lithuania and the former president of Lithuania in recognition for her lifelong advocacy for the advancement of Lithuania and its people. Ruta's memoir, Consider Your Ass Kissed, is a treasure trove of stories, anecdotes, and reminiscences of her career in movies and on television, which includes working with such co-stars as Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Julie Newmar, Debbie Reynolds, Lucio Ball, Fred Astaire, Phyllis Diller, too many others to mention. Autograph edition of Consider Your Ass Kissed, available at LarryEdmonds.com. You can also find it Amazon.com, where the books are sold, as well as Rudalee.com. One of my favorite stories in Consider Your Ass Kissed, Ruta, is the story of the lengths you took to help your grandmother come to America. Would you share that story with our listeners, please? Oh, I'd be happy to, except that, uh, is this a week-long show? (laughs) (laughs) This is the Ruta Lee Show. Take as long as... (laughs) Well, as you know, uh, my my mother was smart enough to get us to to Hollywood, California, when when the quotas were open for Lithuanians to come into the United States. And, um... I was the first to become a citizen of the U.S., and my mother, of course, had finally, through, thank God, the Red Cross, tracked down where my grandparents were, or where we thought they were. My grandmother was in Siberia. My grandfather had died en route to Siberia. His legs were frozen on the cattle car that they were, you know, deported on, and, uh, when they took off his boots at one of the way stations, the flesh came off with the boots, and he died of gangrene. And my grandmother, of course, never knew, but my mother was persistent in tracking down everybody as best she could through the Red Cross and finally found my grandmother in Krasnoyarsk or somewhere near it in in Siberia. She started sending packages to Siberia, Uh, At that point, you could send 40 pounds, uh, a pound of lard, a a pound of butter, tinned, a pound of coffee, a pound of this, and you could put in old clothes. And my mother used to roll up $10 bills, $5 bills, or $100 bills. She'd risk every once in a while in tiny, tiny, tiny little rolls and sew them into the seams of jackets and stuff that we were sending. And somehow... My 
grandmother who had finally hitchhiked across Siberia to find other members of her family that had been deported um, were able to sustain themselves this way. They were permitted to go back to Lithuania, and my mother got a letter written by an aunt because my little grandmother never learned to read or write. She's now well into her 90s. And she got a letter saying she was thanking us for all the packages we'd sent, and she was saying that my my grandmother was dying. She had been to see a doctor, and the doctor said, she has a heart problem, prepare her to die. And that's it. So the letter came, who knows, three weeks, six weeks later, that's the way the mails were from the Soviet Union then. And I went out with friends that night, and of course my mother was in a spate of tears, and I was in a spate of tears mm -hmm. when I went out. The more wine my friends poured me, the more logical it became that I had to do something dramatic. And what would that be? And in a slightly red wine hazy fog, I thought, why don't I pick up the phone and call Khrushchev? <laughs> well, those days, Ed, thank God, it was if you made a person-to-person -person call, you didn't pay unless you got your party. You paid double when you got your party, but it was worth it. Mm -hmm. So I picked up the phone at what I thought was a good hour for Soviet Union time. It was probably like two or three in the morning here. And I said to the operator, I want to call Nikita Khrushchev, the Kremlin, Moscow, USSR. And that bitch said, howdy, and Al Khrushchev. Well, who the hell knows how to spell Khrushchev? So finally, the operator says, no, not available, right? So now, but we keep trying, and we keep trying. And as soon as six o'clock rolls around, I start calling the Russian embassy in Washington. And I talk to everybody from the dishwasher to the window washer to the gardener to the upstairs maid. Nyet, 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 nyet. No to everything. Finally, I get a call back, and by now, I am sobered up, and I am headachy. And the operator says, Mr. Khrushchev, no speak yet English. You speak it with Mr. Orishaw, uh, whatever his name was. And and he speak English, he translator. And I said, yes, fine. So I speak to the, him, and he says, Miss Lee, hello, how are you? We know all about you in the Soviet Union. We see your movies. Uh, t tell me what I can do for you. And I said, I want to come to the Soviet Union. I want to come to Lithuania, and I want to bring my mother and father. And the UN had warned me, don't take your mom and dad, because they could be considered primary citizens of the Soviet and detained. And I thought, no, God will not be that cruel. And I said, I want to take them, and, and I want to fly to Lithuania. You had to be a very big Communist Party member to get into any of those countries in those days. This is the 60s I'm talking about. Yeah, this is the this is the Cold War era and for uh, you know I mean I mean I I know that era most of our listeners know that era but for some of a certain age it's you know there's it, it was very difficult to oh. break through that wall. Oh, it's awful, just awful. And of course they didn't want you to see how awful it was. Mm -hmm. Awful when you got there. Anyway, 
they he said to me well you, you speak to your uh, you speak to your uh, congressman or your senator and I in turn said what in hell does my senator have to do with my traveling in the Soviet Union in your country this is not political this is a matter of the heart and he said to me I tell you what Call the Russian embassy in 30 minutes. And I thought, oh, hell, I'm getting kicked around again. You know, they're, they're just going to slough me off. 30 minutes later, I call the Russian embassy in Washington, and I am connected directly to the first secretary who just happens to be Lithuanian. Mm. And, of course, I speak the language not as fluently as I would like, but I speak it fairly well. And within 48 hours, my papers were arranged, and we were on a Pan Am Airlines, God love them, and flying to Moscow and then doubling back to Lithuania. You had to go into the Soviet Union through a gate country. And Moscow, I mean a gate city, one of them was Moscow, the other one was Leningrad. And so that would be like saying if I wanted to go from New York to Los Angeles or, or Chicago, that I'd have to fly to Los Angeles mm -hmm. and go back to Chicago. But I got there, and you would have thought the Queen of, of England had arrived. Mm -hmm. I was big cheese in Lithuania. The mayor was there to greet me, like at 2 in the morning or whatever it was. And and uh, all the... the their, Congress people and so on and so forth that were available and we had so much luggage that we needed two cars one for the luggage and one for us and you have to stop and think that it was the first time that my mother and father were in Lithuania in 35 years wow. and we found my grandmother in a hospital she had been miraculously moved by fancy ambulance I guess when they knew we were coming to a hospital in Kaunas, which is the second big city in Lithuania. And uh, the entire hospital staff was there to greet us. Hospital. Let me tell you, Ed, in those days, this wonderful hospital with great doctors and great nursing staff, etc., didn't have aspirin. Yeah, wow. That's the kind of Soviet Union that everybody lived in in those days. You couldn't get anything. You couldn't buy it if you had a million dollars. Anyway, it was a miracle, and it and it was phenomenal. And Johnny Carson followed it like the perils of Pauline. <laughs> and when when I when I when they came out to California, they had my grandmother visit on the Johnny Carson show. And if you don't think that was something, that was a big deal. Yeah, very big deal. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item. Our friends at Coda Life offer group sound bath meditations once a month at the Woman's Club of South Pasadena. A sound bath is a deeply immersive experience that uses sound waves generated from music and instruments in an intentional flow to create deliberate relaxation that produces renewal and recovery, both for the central nervous system and the energetic body. For more information, go to kotalife.com, C-O-T-A-L-I-F-E, kotalife.com, or at kotalifegoddess on Instagram. Hi, this is Harry Shearer, and you are listening to TV Confidential, a radio show 
about television. Ruta Lee's on the line with us. Ruta Lee, a star of stage, screen, and television. Uh, Ruta's memoir, Consider Your Ass Kissed, is a treasure trove of stories and anecdotes and many reminiscences, not only of her career in movies and on television and on the stage, but includes the wonderful story that Ruta just shared and, and many other stories of her parents and grandparents and the work ethic that she learned from both and that Ruta has carried on throughout her life and career. Consider your ass kissed by Ruta Lee. Available through our friends at Britain Publishing. You can also find it at Amazon.com, RutaLee.com, Autograph Editions, LarryEdmonds.com. We mentioned your famous Hollywood home that was once owned by Rita Hayworth and uh, Orson Welles. If I remember correctly, you have a home in Palm Springs. Do you still? You do. Okay. And if I remember correctly, you first got your home in Palm Springs following a tip from Darren McGavin. Yeah, well, but tip. <laughs> Positive. <laughs> Without asking or calling, God love him, he and his, his then wife, Melanie. We're, we're just such good friends. And he called and said, hey, babe, <laughs> where I was? And I said, where? He said, in Palm Springs. And Melanie and I bought a house, and we made a deposit for you around the corner. And when, and I said, what? <laughs> now, I was all of about 18 or something at the time, and I thought, how the hell am I ever going to pay for that? But my mother was so great. She said, you buy, and, and don't worry. If you run trouble, we give you money. You know, So it was okay. But I, I had, Darren was just one of the best guys in the world. Uh, what, what I wanted to tell you was, while you were talking about Consider Your Ass Kissed, Ed, I have to explain that title. Go ahead. Uh, as you know, I have been in the fundraising business uh, with Debbie Reynolds, from whom I learned a great deal. She said, you can ask anybody in this world for anything, providing it isn't for yourself, mm -hmm. but it's for charity. And she taught me that you just go after it and, and, and you'll get it. All you can get is a no, you know, nobody's mm -hmm. gonna hate you for asking for charity. But anyway, uh, wonderful George Pinocchio, who is the ABC television reportage man, you know, he's the red carpet man for mm -hmm. television. And he's like one of my kids, I just love him so. And he for years has heard me at the Thalians events, you know, the great big balls we used to do, thanking people for contributing to whether it was, and I feel this way about the general public and just all worldwide, that if you spent the money to go to the theater to see me or to buy a movie ticket or to turn on the television set because I'm on, or you give me money for my Thalians or whatever charity I'm working for, whether it's $5 or $500,000, the best thing that I think of to say is, please consider your ass kissed. And I mean it with, with a full, full heart to anybody who has ever done anything for me. And uh, George said, you know, if you ever write a book, that should be your title. And I took his advice to heart, and therein is the title. And there are some people around the world in the Deep South where they're still highly, highly 
uh, religious, and I get a little shocked by the title, and all I can do is say about that, well, if Jesus could ride into Jerusalem <laughs> his ass, I can kiss it. <laughs> Consider your ass kissed by Rudely, available through our friends at Britain Publishing. You can also find it at Amazon.com, Rudely.com, Autograph Editions, Larry Edmonds.com for more information on the Thalians, including the upcoming gala event on Saturday, December 2nd at the Brentwood Country Club in Los Angeles that will honor Gary Sinise. Go to Thalians.org, Thalians, T-H-A-L-I-A-N-S.org, Thalians.org. You mentioned Debbie Reynolds. You are, you are lifelong friends. And um, besides the Thalians in common, one of the many things you had in common is Casa Manana, which is a, if yes. I remember correctly, it's a, it's a theater venue in Texas that you both performed. It was like a second home for you both in many ways. Yes, it, yes. She, she and I both did that. And, of course, Phyllis Diller, who was also one of my best friends, uh, played there. And Nanette Fabre played there. And all kinds of wonderful people. And so we shared that experience. But I was sort of became synonymous with Casa Manana. Uh, I, I played there for at least 40 years, and it, it was just the most wonderful place to play. I love Texas, not just because of its locale, and it's somewhat deserty, although it's so hot there. <laughs> oh my God. But Texans are the most generous, loving people. I mean, it's, it's a, y'all want to come over for dinner? We're going to have a few drinks, <laughs> a little dinner, and that you could be a stranger on the street and they'll pick you up yeah. and go home. And, and that's one of the things I really love about Texas. And Texas audiences don't defy you to entertain them. You know, New York and, and Los Angeles, we're, we're a little snobby. We walk into the theater saying, ho-hum, seen it all, let's see what you've got, you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Texas, they're willing to go along for a wild ride, no matter what it is. And and I just love the fact that you see smiles the minute you walk out on stage, which is really nice, rather than one eyebrow raised and one eye looking saying, prove yourself, baby, you know. If memory serves, one of the roles that you and Debbie shared, not just at Casa Manana in Texas, but other venues as well, if I remember correctly, was Molly Brown. Oh, yes. Well, of course, the movie opened the week that I opened for my first play at Casa Manana. And it was a a remarkable experience. Uh, And, wow, what, what can I do but say... We continued to share a love of that role. She eventually played it even much, much older, uh, and she did something very clever. She she changed the the dialogue a little bit so that it started with her as returning on the Titanic mm-hmm. rather than starting with her as a child being beaten up by her brothers and sisters. Or brother, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, well, we shared a lot of things in common, but that was great. But, of course, I'm proud. I'm so proud of the fact that the author of the piece, Meredith Wilson, mm. 
put into print that of all of the Mollies he ever saw, I was his favorite Molly, and that if I had been playing it on Broadway, it would still be playing. Well, that's a gold star for my crown, and I will never forget that and think of that as one of the highest praises I could have gotten from one of the most gifted and talented people. So thank you, God, and thank you, Meredith. Yeah, that is that is definitely a keeper. Meredith Wilson, of course, uh, uh, also wrote The Music Man, another famous musical. Sure did. He sure did. By the way, uh, you mentioned the wonderful Larry Edmonds bookshop and signed uh, copies. He literally comes up to the house, and I sign to the person that requested the signature so that it, it truly is personalized, not just my Rudalee on it, but to, to whoever uh, signs for it. So you might think about that when you call Larry Edmonds and say, I want it personally autographed. Yeah, well, I mean, I know Jeff personally. I know he works very hard, so that's not surprising. He's one of the nicest people God put on this earth. He is so good and so loyal and so honest, and he'll just move mountains to make things happen for you. Well, Ruta Lee is also one of the nicest people we have gotten to know as a result of doing this program. Ruta Lee, consider your ass kissed available wherever books are sold, as well as Amazon.com, Autograph Editions, LarryEdmonds.com. I understand you are getting ready to travel over the next few weeks. Ruta, are you going back to Lithuania, or, 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 or are you, where are you traveling to? <laughs> this week I'm going down to my little casita in the sky, as I call it. <laughs> Mexico, okay. in Tijuana, Mexico. And if, to all of your listeners, if you ever saw the movie 10, that's where it was shot. Okay. And boy, is it a nifty spot. And I don't get to it very often, but I love it, and I invite you to join me sometime, Ed. I think that would be wonderful. We'll get tongues rolling. I, will, I may take you up on that offer. In the meantime, for more information on the Thalians, including the upcoming gala event on Saturday, December 2nd at the Brentwood Country Club in Los Angeles that will honor Gary Sinise. Go to Thalians.org, Thalians, T-H-A-L-I-A-N-S.org, Thalians.org. I wish you, Rudy very happy Thanksgiving, very happy holidays. And may I wish you and your listeners the same and may God continue to smile on us, even if we don't always deserve it. Thank you very, very much, Ed. What a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for sharing your audience with me. We'll play more of our special joint edition of This Week in TV History and the Sounds of Lost Television. We come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.